that's a little bit about how this started too. And us both really stepping outside our comfort zones. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going yeah. to be about how we step outside our comfort zones, especially when it comes to relationships, when it comes to motherhood, which I'm newer to the game here. And if it wasn't for Alexis, whew, you'd be getting probably a different version of Sam right now. <laughs> <laughs> You thought it, but we said it. I'm Alexis, a certified leadership and life coach. And I'm Sam, a licensed therapist, and we consider ourselves mindset gurus. Perspectively Yours is our platform where we dive headfirst into conversations on topics that can make or break us. We speak to women about the things we often think, but don't say out loud, how we can shift our perspectives around them to build our resilience and normalize our experiences. This is for the woman who wants a full plate and a full cup without burning out. We're bringing our expertise to the table to give you game-changing tips on how to shift your perspective. So let's spill the tea and get started. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Perspectively Yours. Today is our first episode. I'm Sam. I'm Alexis. And we are going to dive headfirst into what this podcast is going to be about. However, we thought that it might be helpful to share a little bit of background on who we are. So as I mentioned, I'm Sam, and I am a licensed therapist. And through both my personal and my professional journeys, I have found that I am a super resilient person. And when I sit back and think about why, what I realized is that whatever life has thrown a curveball my way, I've been able to shift my perspective and reframe challenges and find the silver lining um, so that they can work with me rather than against me. There is also so much power in being able to have hard and honest conversations with people who are open to talking about all those difficult things and who don't shy away from uncomfortable situations. Instead, they're the ones that open up the conversation. And so that is why I am here to have those conversations with my friend Alexis, who shares much of the same outlook that I do. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here with you. I love having hard conversations, which Maybe something that people love about me or hate about me. <laughs> so it's so nice to be here with you and do this together. My background is kind of all over the place. My bachelor's degree is in nutrition, which has led me down a path of so many different things. But um, I currently practice as a postpartum doula, and that's like a big chunk of what I do. And I really learned about the power of mindset and mindset shifts after I had my first kid, which was, you know, having your first kid is a big a big life shift. It's a big identity shift. Um, and it really kickstarted me into exploring a lot of other things that I was coming across because I decided that I wasn't going to return to work, at least for the foreseeable future. And so I was able to kind of explore um, different avenues. So I explored um, offering doula care. I joined at a CrossFit gym, which was totally not like me to go and do CrossFit. And then I ended up really loving it. And then eventually coaching and working with women on the motherhood transition, like for prenatal and postpartum coaching, and then working with Beauty Counter as a brand advocate for the last five years. And all of those things required me to step out of my comfort zone big time. And I, I had so many opportunities to just let the hardness of it 
make me give up, but I realized that I was actually a really resilient person and able to keep going even when things got hard, even when there were times that felt like I should be giving up. Um, You know, it's like a hard workout. (laughs) You could give up, you could throw in the towel, or you could just keep moving and keep going and end up feeling much better on the other side. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Well, I love that you gave that visual of throwing in the towel because I always have a visual, but my visual is crawling up in a ball and dying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's kind of my vision too sometimes. (laughs) But it's funny, but I also have, my mom used to say constantly, and, and honestly, I attribute a lot of my resilience to her because she is one of the most resilient people that I know but um, picking yourself up by your bootstraps and marching forward. Mm. And um, I do think that resiliency and perspective shifting does come from modeling. And Mm. so as a parent now, that is super important to me. But what's interesting is while I could reframe or help my clients reframe in a therapy setting, it was actually my personal experience that really kind of forced me into having to do a mindset shift, having to move forward in face of a really difficult challenge and for me, that was that was like the big turn of the page to like finally get to a place of like, how do you move forward when something is so difficult? And I think people who have gone through more difficult experiences earlier on can probably speak to that. Or maybe it's harder because as a younger person, you may not have those skills yet. And if it's not modeled for you, what does that actually look like? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was my first real challenge. And I thought, okay, great. I'm done. Like I overcame this, like fantastic we're done. Everything's going to be good now, right? Uh, No. (laughs) Life hits you. And that's the thing as you get older too. Life hits you over and over and over again with opportunities where you're either going to throw in the towel or crawl into a ball, or you're going to figure out how to make it work. I mean, Alexis, did you did you feel that too? Like it wasn't like a one and done, that it became more of an ongoing skill and muscle you needed to flex? Absolutely. And I, I found myself continue as I would continue to experience these challenges. Like I'm done now. I don't want to do this anymore. Have I not like learned enough? I don't want to experience any more hard things. And I think for me, because I, I really experienced a challenging time after I had my second kid because it um, aligned with, you know, the world shutting down and all sorts of things, I kind of lost that resiliency for a while. And I had really bad postpartum depression. And it was so difficult for me to, I couldn't shift my perspective at that time. And that was when I really got into, basically dug myself into a hole of not being able to shift my perspective and not being able to, um, just like not being able to see like a silver lining. And I didn't, I basically just didn't want to try hard anymore at all. So I don't even know where it was going with that. But But that's an important point though, because there is a difference between depression and struggling with resilience. Because when you are in a true depression, a depressive episode, having the ability to um, have a shift in perspective is going to be harder if you're not being treated appropriately, it's mm-hmm. not. And that's why there's a big difference too, between like toxic positivity and resilience. And I want to make sure that that's clear too. It's not just like a, come on, you can do it because that's not how mental health works. That's not how building resiliency works because in some regard, and this is why people 
are always a little cautious about toxic positivity is it sweeps it under the rug. Mm-hmm. And that's not what Alexis and I do. And and say, I loved what you said before, how people love me or hate me for having those hard conversations. But that's exactly how I feel. Whether you like it or not, I'm bringing it to the table because it needs to be talked about. And when there's toxic positivity, you're sweeping that all under the rug. So I just kind of like want to set the stage too for the difference between having resilience, dealing with depression, toxic positivity. Those are all going to be kind of separate. But when you are working you know, with a therapist or a mindset coach, you are able to tackle that perspective shift a little bit easier depending on what level of care you need. Yeah, totally. And it was just, it was interesting because it took me a while to realize that that was what was going on because normally I am such a like, okay, I'm just going to keep pushing forward and keep dealing with these changes and everything. And at a certain point, I was like, I just can't even, I don't even want to deal with these problems anymore. And even in a more mentally well state, I still I still come up with that many, many times of like, really, this again? Like, I really need to be challenged again with something. But I mean, once I was able to embrace that this is just part of life, like it's not just going to go you know, it's not going to be smooth sailing all the time. That's just normal for it to be that way. And it became a yeah. lot easier to just accept that challenges are a normal part of life and it's how you choose to perceive them and deal with them that really matter more than anything else. Yeah. And that's why that perspective shift is really a muscle because it easier said than done. And I've been in that situation plenty of times where it's like, I, you know, I, I've done this already. I, I don't want to have to do this again. Hey, God, lesson learned. Please stop sending the challenges my way. We're good. But I I think back to when this really started for me. And, and I think many people who have a strong skill set here have a challenge that they don't know how they're going to overcome. But at the, the end of the day, it's also not a, a quick fix, right? This isn't mm. a, when you shift a perspective, you don't necessarily see the results right away. It's not a, it's not a, a switch that flips on and off. I would mm-hmm. love it to be. And that's actually what I learned too, is that it was much more of a process longer than I would have liked to, but also very necessary. And so not to get into details, but ultimately it was a, a long-term relationship that had come to an end right before walking down the aisle and uh, pretty close to walking down the aisle. And it, I was, uh, I want to say 27, 27 years old, I think at the time. And not that that's old, but it also wasn't super young. And the idea of having to start over again and the anxiety of what is that going to look like? What's my future like? I once had a future. I don't know what my future is anymore. That really challenged me to look inside myself and sit with my own discomfort in order to be able to come out of that. And I think a lot of people who have seen an end of a relationship of any sort, friendship, um, romantic relationship, that when there's a, it's almost a death, right? It's a, it's mm-hmm. grief. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of this too, is that you have to be willing to accept the loss to create the future. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Um So what do you feel like are some of the common misconceptions about shifting your perspective and why it's important to challenge those? We kind of already talked a little bit about, you know, shifting perspective versus toxic positivity or mental health challenges. Like what kinds of misconceptions do you think exist there? I mean, I think those are three of the main ones. Um, I, I also think that sometimes people assume that 
aside from the, the long process that is not always expected that comes with, with finding the silver lining, um, I think that they think it's supposed to be easy. That if I can, if I can find the silver lining quickly, we're good. But sometimes that takes a long time because sometimes the situation that you've gone through is really difficult and challenging and emotionally exhausting. And so you may not have the clarity to really figure out what is the lesson that I'm learning here. And I I do think that there's a lesson behind everything. I'm not saying that what someone's gone through is easy or that they should forget about it and move on. And sometimes there aren't things that we necessarily move on from, but we can move forward to. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference between move on and move forward because sometimes like I'll use grief, for example, like, and grief is, is not shifting perspective. I I don't want to, again, muddle those, but in a grief situation, you're not going to forget about the person that you lost, right? That's something mm-hmm. that's always going to create a soft spot in your heart. And in it might be a, a wound that you have, but you still have to find a way to move forward. And so there is a shift that may, that has to come in order for you to do that. And so that's where the challenge is. So I, I think that it, it, people sometimes think, well, there's there's a silver lining or sometimes people throw it out there like, oh, well, let's find the silver lining in a situation. Maybe maybe we're not there yet. Maybe mm-hmm. you can't do that just yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking as you were talking that even if we shift perspective, it doesn't mean that the emotions that we felt because of whatever situation has happened is going to go away. Like there's still feelings to be felt even if we can change our thought patterns about whatever it is, you're still going to have to deal with emotions and we can't just stuff those down and right. like, pretend that they don't exist. We have to still go through the process of working through that. And when you said also that shifting perspective is like a muscle, like that takes a long time to wear those like tracks into your brain instead of going from, you know, one way of, you know, not necessarily, yeah, just one way of thinking where it's always more to the, you know, more to the negative path. You kind of have to train your brain over and over and over again to wear that road out. And it's just, Mm -hmm. it's not a quick process at all. It takes years. And, you know, when you come up with big challenges, sometimes even with that really well grooved out road, it's still easier to go to the path of like the negative um, thoughts too. So. Or of a least resistance because that's what you're yeah. most used to. Well, yeah. I was taking, um, I do I do arms with Tunde. If anyone's a Peloton um, user, come follow me. Um, I love Tunde. And um, she's ta- she was talking about the other day how tiny muscle tears are how your growth happens. And I really like, it hit me because I'm like, that's how we grow as people too. Those little tears are what challenge us to be able to grow more. And those tear, little tears can be equally as painful as some of those bigger muscles, sometimes more so. And um, I guess just to give you more of a visual here, but I think for me, like back to my original scenario that kind of challenged me to, to, to build resilience and to continuously flex that muscle. Um, I had jumped straight into dating right after that. And I was like, I'm just going to march forward. And this also speaks to the misconceptions. Well, I'm just going to pick myself up by my bootstraps and just keep going. And 
guess what, friends? That didn't work. Alexis, any guess as to why that didn't work? <laughs> because you hadn't felt your feelings. Damn straight. That's exactly what happened. I mean, I cried. Don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. cried a lot. But what I didn't realize is I was trying to replace what I previously had without mm-hmm. giving myself the opportunity to grieve what I had lost. Mm-hmm. And um, because I didn't want to feel weak, I didn't want to feel incapable. And I didn't want to, quite honestly, feel vulnerable and sit with myself. Mm -hmm. And that really took practice. And I think that by validating my feelings and allowing myself to feel what needed to be felt, like you said before, that's when I realized I couldn't just keep marching forward. Mm -hmm. So you can't just slap a Band-Aid on it and think that, okay, I found the silver lining. I'm done. Rewind. Yeah. 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 And honestly, like the the feeling, the feelings part is like through the life and mindset coaching that I do, like that tends to be the part that people want to avoid the most is like, let's just get through like shifting our thoughts around and see how our thoughts are affecting our actions and everything. And then they like really want to skip over the feelings. They don't really want to sit with, including myself when I'm doing that work. I don't really want to sit with oh, this makes me feel really bad. (laughs) Or, you know, it's just a, it's a common thing. We just don't, in our culture, feelings are just a no-go unless they're happy. That's pretty much all we want to see from people. So Mm -hmm. you're not alone in that and wanting to just march forward and not feel that because it's an uncomfortable feeling for most people to feel anything but happy. Yeah. And uh, I want to say it was, I don't remember who said this. I don't remember if it was Brene Brown or someone else, but Brene Brown is is my favorite. I, if I could meet anybody in person, it would be her, but yeah. I digress. Actually, the Theodore Roosevelt, before I digress, <laughs> the Theodore <laughs> Roosevelt quote, Daring Greatly, is on a canvas on my wall that my husband mm. got me for our first anniversary because your first anniversary is paper. So that is hanging in my office because- um, if I had to sum up this podcast, I think that pretty much sums it up in a quote. And I mean, I'm, I may read it to you. Just you should so read you, it to us. I'm going to read it. Ready? Okay. It's the man in the arena. Brene Brown, this is like for you, just so you know, because her book is I actually, her book is what really pushed me Same. to be able to do this. Yeah. So, oh, to do now, this, like no, this podcast? No. no, no. I mean, like the whole resiliency thing. Yeah. And we Same. are making this podcast because now I have flexed this muscle enough that it's strong enough to do things that are scary. Mm-hmm. So here you go. It's so all here we full go. circle. Ready? It's full circle. All right, here we go. Teddy Roosevelt. It is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error and shortcoming, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. 
Mm, I've got chills, chills all right? over. Every time. <laughs> all over. All over. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah. I mean, I I feel like because I was on a huge Brene Brown kick when I was really getting started with all of this work myself. And I think that that particular quote, like that book in particular, was mm-hmm. what really got me. It really settled me in the fact of it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks of what you are doing like even if you think that the whole world is laughing at you about whatever you're doing right now it doesn't matter because they're not the ones doing it well you know i love that you said that because i am going to be completely transparent and honest because that is who i am and who we are but we stopped and started this recording multiple times because i completely froze and i completely stumbled over my words and I mean, part of me thinks maybe we should have included it. It's fun for bloopers. You know, you get to experience the real us. But in the essence of time, we figured it was probably better to leave that part out. But we are not immune to that either. And um, I am proud of us for showing up and and doing the thing. And um, I think the one piece that we left out about how this uh, little brain baby started was because Alexis was actually finishing her certification for her mindset coaching. And we were in a session and I had brought up doing this podcast that this was something that, you know, I had initially had an idea for. And she said to me, you know what? I want to do this with you. And I couldn't think of a better person who also loves to have hard conversations. That's one of the reasons why we jive so well. So yeah, so that's that's a little bit about how this started too and us both really stepping outside our comfort zones. And that's what this podcast is going to be about. It's going yeah. to be about how we step outside our comfort zones, especially when it comes to relationships, when it comes to motherhood, which I'm newer to the game here. And if it wasn't for Alexis, whew, you'd be getting probably a different version of Sam right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You're doing awesome. <laughs> well, you know what? You have to have a village, right? Yeah. You have to have a village of people. Um, also, your overall wellness, when we talk about physical health, nutrition, um, in addition to, of course, which is really the crux of all of this, our emotional well-being. And how we flex all those muscles. And those are the topics that we see women in particular. So not to exclude men here, but we're speaking mostly to women because we are very convinced that we need to do it all and then not burn out. Mm -hmm. And that is not a rational thought, but Alexis and I are also very motivated and ambitious people. So we do want to do it all but we figure out how to do that without burning out and how we support one another. Yeah, and support ourselves, learning how to be our own best advocate there with making sure that we're getting our own needs met and we're taking care of ourselves. So So if we can help you really shift your perspectives on the different, probably very common obstacles that you have in your life are similar to the ones that we've gone through, or if not the same, we'd love to hear what those are if you want to share them with us. You can certainly come find us on Instagram and send us a message. All that information will be in our show notes because we want to have real conversations. And we are basically talking to people like us, those high achieving individuals or who want to be motivated, ambitious, want to do all the things and want to do them well. And how do we kind of navigate all the different stuff basically that comes up that may get in the way of us being able to do that. 
Yeah. There's a lot of that kind of stuff too. So exciting. So happy to be here. Absolutely. So we are going to drop episodes weekly. They'll be released on Mondays. So you can tune in and find us there. And I think that's it for today. I think we really wrapped it up well. That summed it up. Cool. Wonderful. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for joining us today. Just as a reminder, this podcast is not intended to replace professional medical advice or mental health services. If you are in a mental health crisis, please call the Suicide and Crisis Hotline at 988 or 911. Did today's episode of Perspectively Yours hit the spot? It would mean the world to us if you'd show us some love with these three effortless ways to help your fave podcast thrive. First up, the most important, never miss an episode by following or subscribing on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast fix. Just head over to our show page, tap the plus sign and select follow. Next, leave us a shiny five-star rating and review on your podcast platform. Your feedback helps us make each episode better and better. Last but not least, share your favorite episode with a friend. The power of word of mouth is undeniable, and we would be over the moon if you spread the love about Perspectively Yours. Before we let you go, here's a fun fact. We met through Beauty Counter, our favorite clean beauty brand, and are both brand advocates. If you've been looking for safer products that actually give you results, you can get 20% off your first purchase with the code CLEANFORALL20. Don't forget to follow us each on Instagram at Ms. underscore Samantha Kehoe and Alexis.TheNourishedBeginnings. Send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Be sure to check out the show notes for any resources we mentioned. Thank you for being here. We are grateful for your support and love. Thank you.